What's up everybody, I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life, and whatever else comes up. We take a no bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. 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 Welcome back to episode four of Rewriting Her Story podcast. Welcome to Whispers in the Dark. <laughs> Literally, it is. It is the dark. We are recording. We are, it, man, we are calling in the late night. It is 10.15 almost. It is. On a Here Saturday we, night. I know. Hey, turn up. <laughs> Baby, let me lick you up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. CJ listening to us. For those who don't know, the <gasps> man behind the scenes is CJ. Steph's brother, he is a phenomenal singer, and so that probably was just <laughs> gut-wrenching to him. I didn't even, I couldn't even get, like, four of the words out. I was like, oh, stop. Anyways. He makes the magic behind the scenes of the engineering of all the sounds that we don't know what the fuck to do with, because that's not what we do, so. Yes. So, today, tonight, actually, um, we're going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to our hearts, and it is your body. Your body, my body, our bodies, everybody. All over your body. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? Oh, my grandma doesn't listen. Am I on OnlyFans? Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about society and society's expectation of what bodies should look like, should be like. Um, all of that. And this was all started, spurred on, not all started. I mean, obviously as therapists, we have definitely, definitely, definitely had our fair share of clients where we discuss self-esteem, body positivity, and body image issues, eating disorders, everything under the sun and in it, in terms of that. However, um, I was listening to a podcast and Sonia Renee Taylor was on it and she was talking about her book, The Body Is Not An Apology. And I was floored and come to find out, went over to Stuff's house. We were planning one of our master classes and I'm like, you have the book too. And so we just started talking about it and we have now decided to do a podcast on it because it was phenomenal. It was such a great book. I think when it comes to body image and self-esteem and confidence and all the things, right, we all have this idea in our heads of what that's supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. So people assume that being confident means that you love everything about yourself and you flaunt yourself and blah, 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 and whatever. But her book redefines what it means to actually love yourself as an entire being, Mm -hmm. no matter like age, race, gender, blah, 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 all the things. It's just loving yourself in its entirety and owning the shit out of who you are. And the, the book was just so incredibly validating and beautifully written because it was so relatable on all different levels. Yes. Oh, my gosh. When she talks about the whole the whole premise behind this book, the whole reason it came up is um, she was talking with somebody on her team. They're, they are a team. She was talking with somebody on the team, and they were talking about why this um, girl didn't use um, a condom when, ha- you know, having relationships with a man. And this girl... Um, what, what was her disability? Cerebral palsy? I think so. Yes. It was cerebral palsy. Yes. She had cerebral palsy, and she said, it's hard enough finding people to have relationships 
with, um, to have sexual interactions with, I didn't want to add something else to the mix. And when I heard that, like, just God, my heart, my heart sank for that girl Mm -hmm. sitting here. This, this beautiful girl, beautiful inside and out doing work with Sonia Renee Taylor about just radical injustices, just, you know, have feminism, all of these things. And and thinking to herself, I need to apologize for the way that I was made, for who I am, to make it easier for somebody else. Like, God, that hit home, that hurt, I just felt, I felt for her. The book also talks about, like, ableism, right, and able bodies, and people making assumptions that all bodies are created equally, and they are not. Yes. And you and I can both speak to why they are not, because we both have our own issues. Mm-hmm. But also understanding that just because somebody has a handicap, or looks different, or is missing a limb, or whatever, that doesn't mean that they don't love their bodies, or that they can't love their bodies. I think when people hear the word body image, they think fat or skinny, right? Like... Stretch marks, no stretch marks, like whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. comes to mind. But it's also about like embracing your body for everything it can do. And I know we've talked about this in our masterclass too of let's not look at what our body isn't doing for us or how it doesn't look. Let's appreciate it for what it does. One of the things that I talk about with clients is, um, so obviously, um, many young adults, like teens, young adults struggle with the way that their body image Um, the way that their body looks, their body image, um, because in society, when you're that young, everything is heavily geared towards the way that you look and what you have. And so instead of us looking in the mirror and viewing, okay, well, I don't like my stomach or I don't like these rolls or I don't like the way that my legs look, or I don't like this or I don't like that is being able to focus on that body part in the mirror and ask yourself, what is the function of this body part? And so when you're, when you're describing the function, you're taking a very factual standpoint of like, what do I need this body part for? So if some people really don't like their nose, okay, well, I don't like my nose. My nose is too big, blah, blah, blah. What is the function of that body part? What does your nose allow you to do? Your nose allows you to, one, not look like Lord Voldemort, uh, first and foremost. <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's Harry Potter this up real quick. Um, but to be able to smell things, like, can you imagine not smelling a Christmas tree? Can you imagine not smelling lilacs again or tulips or, um, fresh baked cookies, your baby after a bath. Oh my God. Cookies. Yes. Fresh cut grass. Yes. And we're not even going to pretend like we don't like it. Um, Sharpies and gasoline (laughs) smells delicious. Oh, don't agreed. Smell it. (laughs) Don't just in passing. In we're not asking you to go huff a fucking gas tank. Huffing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but when you're filling your gas tank up, that little. Woo. <laughs> so oh having those moments, those those joyous moments, like as much as people forget that our our memories are solidified by the five senses. So just like how certain smells can trigger traumatic memories, they also can trigger all of those happy memories. Or like, oh, I don't like my legs. My legs are, you know, my legs have cellular. Sure. My legs have this. My legs have that. And hey, guilty as charged. I've so been that girl. I still am. It's still something I fight with every day. But I am so thankful so grateful for the ability to walk, for the ability mm-hmm. to move my body, for the ability to get around, to drive, to run, to uh, to dance, to all these things, to be able to wear shoes that I love, to be able to wear different types of pants. Like there's so many things 
that I'm able to do that I don't have to worry about because I have working legs. Yep. And we just forget that. We go straight to the looks of like, oh, you're not going to give a shit whether your legs are toned or not if you don't have legs. Facts. Just to just to really put that in perspective for you. Just really hammer that point in for you. <laughs> Do you know? So body work, or body work, but it is body work, but that mirror work, give yourself and start, start small. Don't sit there mm-hmm. and be like, okay, half an hour in front of the mirror. Start small. Two to three minutes, set a timer, sit in front of the mirror, focus on one body part at a time, and focus on reducing that uncomfortability as however long it takes. In terms of doing it, again, don't sit in front of the mirror for like 30 minutes forcing yourself to do it. Right. You and I both love Lizzo, and she posted a video of herself affirming her body last week, like grabbing her belly and saying, thank you for keeping me warm, thank you for loving me, thank you for comforting me, and it was amazing, it was beautiful, and that's her practice. Everybody can do that. You have to make a choice. In the book, she talks a lot about something that she calls body terrorism, And the definition in her book says a hideous tower whose primary support beam is the belief that there is a hierarchy of bodies. Mm. And I think that goes to speak to, you know, all the comparison all the fucking time. No two bodies are created equal or the same or to look similar. None of those things. That doesn't mean that one is better than the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. There are so many different bodies in this world and I am so thankful for that because everybody is allowed to be who they are and there should be no reason why you should want to be or be acting as if you are somebody else you are you for a reason Mm -hmm. you were made that way for a reason and whatever that reason is it's beautiful. I had made a post on my Instagram page a few weeks ago after my mom sent me some pictures of myself in high school when I had a pretty significant eating disorder and I was really fucking tiny, like 115 pounds. I am not meant to be 115 pounds. Yeah. And reflecting on it, I'm like, dude, even at 115 pounds, I was still chasing perfection and I wasn't happy. I still wanted to be smaller because my friends were smaller because they have different fucking skeletal structures that I do. So it, they're supposed to be small, right? And again, chasing these, when I lose 20 more pounds, Uh, then I'll buy this dress or then I'll wear the crop top. No. Because you know what? You're Mm -hmm. not fucking promised tomorrow. So wear the damn shirt, wear the dress, wear the fucking bathing suit, rock around naked for all I give a shit, embrace who you are now because that's all we have. Yes. I literally cannot tell you that enough. I wish I wish they could see me because I'm over here just like, yes, uh, snaps. Sister. She's got prayer hands yes. up. Because I got prayer hands. I am I am praising. I'm taking my hair out, putting it back up. Like, I'm just like, God. Because people just, I just wish, I wish, I wish I could go to 12-year-old Mari and be like, it doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't matter that you got hips at 10. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter you got hips and ass at 10. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And in 20 years, people are going to pay for those injections to get your butt. So just like people are going to pay to get boobs like me. Where the... You know? <laughs> yeah, done. So, and here, here's that. That's such a beautiful point, too. Sitting here wishing we could be the other person when the other person is over here trying to give it away. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that is the definition of, like, looking at this body terrorism and, like, looking at social media and what part that has played into this of, like, 
why, why? But I, I think that's beautiful that you aren't promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, when we get to 70, are we realistically going to be like, I am so glad I didn't embarrass myself at Teresa's birthday party wearing that crop top. Jesus Christ. Thank God. <sighs> really dodged a bullet on that one. We're going to be like, I'm so pissed off. I didn't <laughs> eat cake at every opportunity I had. <laughs> Again, God willing, I still have teeth then. It all comes down to perspective. (laughs) We're trying to prepare ahead for, you know, five years from now, ten years from now. We're not fucking promised tomorrow. Live your life every day like it's your last. Because each day is all you have, right? Like, yes, we hope to wake up tomorrow. We don't know that for sure. But why are we going to punish ourselves because... Susie Smith down the street told me I was fucking fat. Like, um, okay, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> cool. I literally, the whole time you're talking, <laughs> the whole time you're talking in my head, I'm like, it's my life. Yes! A Bon Jovi life. reference. It's like Bon Jovi dance break. Yes. It's like, I ain't gonna live forever. <laughs> But that's so true. That's so true. I could give a shit what Susie down the street says. Yes. I don't care. I don't care. For what? We were having, you and I were having a conversation not that long ago, and you were saying, like, could you imagine having a partner who, like, is, like, everything you ever wanted, and then they're just like, mm, I don't like your stomach, so I'm going to break up with you. Like, what? <laughs> Bye. No, nothing. <laughs> Ew. Swerve. <laughs> Get, here, let me open the door. <laughs> like, goodbye. Can you imagine having friends like, oh, I just really think you shouldn't wear that swimsuit. Like, oh, I think you should work on your attitude, Carissa. <laughs> like, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. It's 2021. We are absolutely not doing that. We are supporting the shit out of everybody. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You want to wear the crop top? I'm here for it. You want to wear short shorts? I'm here for it. You want to have an OnlyFans? I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. You want to start your own business? I'm here for all of it because you can do whatever you want to do. And we're not letting body image be one of those factors that's holding us back from doing the things we want to or love to do. I think it's very interesting, too, when we see all these people on social media, whether it's they're posting workup videos or dance videos, and we're like, oh my god, I wish I could post a video Mm -hmm. like that. You don't fucking know how terrified they were to post that. You don't know how hard it was for them. They could have been freaking out when they posted it, too, but they're like, fuck it. Like, when I posted cheer dancing videos, I was fucking terrified, but I was like, I'm fucking almost 37 years Mm -hmm. old. I'm gonna post the video because I don't give a shit. I had fun, and that's all that matters. Yes, like the first time we posted Lyra videos. Yes, first time I posted a, or recorded myself in the gym, like doing different gym exercises. Oh my gosh! Of course, it's nerve wracking because yep. you're being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You're putting yourself out there. And gosh, does it take vulnerability to sit there and say, "I love my body. I love my body for what it can do for me. I love my body for the way that it looks, even if it's not where." I want to be right now, it doesn't matter because I'm accepting myself at such a raw, vulnerable place. And even so taking it further past acceptance, like she says, just radical self love, radical. We're not accepting anymore. We are radically loving ourselves. And she makes it a point to use the word radical because radical automatically leads to like extreme and drastic change versus just like self-love or self-acceptance, right? Like not that those things are bad. Those things are still good. But when you use the word radical, you're like, oh no, I'm, I'm going all in. I'm going to love every fucking part of my being to the max. And it's going to be amazing. 
hopefully people are able to understand what she's talking about and like truly internalize and feel the things on the level that she wants them to because I don't know reading the book is just like super eye-opening but also validating and also like kind of humbling when you think about like all the things that I've done or said to myself about my body like for what why why did I do that right and I would encourage all of you to ask yourself why do I talk to myself like this why do I shame myself for looking this type of way and why then do I turn it on other people? Um, we turn it on those other people instead of internalizing it because like Brene Brown talks about that armor of shame comes up and then it just gets flipped around to other people. But I was looking on the body is not an apology Instagram page and there's this quote that says, um, this post that she has a quote within it that says, every form of oppression is rooted in the belief that loving you somehow takes from me. Every form of oppression is rooted in the lie of scarcity. And it's by um, Sarah Holly Miriam. Miriam. Sorry if I completely butchered that for her. Um, but God, that first part is so beautiful. Every form of oppression is rooted in the belief that some, that loving you somehow takes from me. That is huge. Mm -hmm. As if we only have so many to give, so many things to give out. And so that we can't give praise to that person because it takes from us. We can't do that because it takes from, when people don't understand that by doing these, these, I could consider them conscious acts of kindness Mm -hmm. by, by congratulating someone on what they do by posting for somebody else, by sharing somebody's nice words being given to somebody, any of those things, those, those, Conscious acts of kindness are then in turn showing you that happiness that you're cultivating within yourself, thus leading you to have more happiness moments. It's allowing you to be happy in that moment and cultivate more versus I'll be happier when I lose five pounds. I'll mm-hmm. be happier when I, you know, date so-and-so. I'll be happier when X, Y. No, you have everything you need. You have everything you need. And like you're saying, like the conscious acts of kindness, I think about like compliments, right? And we've talked about this before in the Mindset Masterclass of, you know, when somebody compliments you, your automatic, your automatic negative thought is to discount what they're saying. Like, oh my God, your hair looks so cute. Oh, gross. It's so dirty, right? Like you don't accept it. You give them a reason as to why it's not true. Or somebody compliments you and you're like, no, that's you. Or you have to give them a compliment back because you feel like if you don't, you're being rude. It's okay to just accept the compliment and say, thank you. I, that is one thing, first of all, DBT, (laughs) bringing that back in this episode, um, discounting the positives, cognitive error, boom, join one of our master classes where we break down the 10 most used cognitive errors and we give you a way to challenge them. Stay tuned to our different Instagrams to figure that out of when we will be hosting the next one. But by saying that of like, I had a supervisor Kimberly Payne, and hopefully she listens to this and sees where we are, but she, I, she was giving me a compliment about something and she was like, just say thank you, Mari. Just say thank you. Just say thank you. And she's just smiling at me and I was like, thank you. <laughs> like, and just like young baby Mari was like, oh, why? Mm-hmm. I feel like I should dismiss this. I should get rid of it somehow. I feel like I'm undeserving. Says who? Says yep. who? Me. The expectation that I placed on myself that I needed to be better. For what? I did what was asked of me and I did it well. Mm-hmm. Take that compliment. Period. Thank you, Kimberly. <laughs> Let's talk about the mental aspect just apologizing for being who we are Mm -hmm. 
And again, that ties back into the body is not an apology. Like if your anxiety keeps you from an event, if your depression keeps you from getting something done on time for whatever, you know, time frame you had, whether you you had a class and you had a project or you had a project at work, whatever it is, and like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The body is not an apology. Gosh, if I, if I had a dollar for every time somebody apologized for crying in one of my sessions, oh, I would Lord. be filthy rich. Yep. Stop. There is no need, no need to apologize for having real, authentic emotions for your body expressing and doing what it needs to do. Do not ever apologize for that. And don't ever apologize for taking up space. Bitch, take up all the space you need. That's what we're here for. Take up the space that you need Yes. to be seen and be heard. And don't apologize for it. Don't apologize for being confident. Don't apologize for being sad. Don't apologize for being anxious. Like, again, embrace those things because they are all facets of you. And when you can embrace everything, you are more likely to be practicing radical self-love. Absolutely. That, and it, I know I can feel that people receiving this might be like, it's not that easy. Sure. I, I promise you it is. I promise you, restructuring the way that you speak to yourself, it is that easy. It is a process and it takes time. It's not just you're going to have one, man, I love myself and you're good to go and the work is done and, you know, don't even tune in anymore because you've learned it. It takes time. You did not get this way overnight. You will not get better overnight. However, any step any step towards that direction that you want to go is progress. That's a vote towards who you want to be. And when you're like, if you're looking at voting and looking at campaigns and, and um, elections, there's going to be votes for both sides. So that's okay. It's okay. There are steps back. There are two steps forward. There are three steps back. There's five steps forward. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there. It's just that we are in this upward trajectory because we're working on ourselves and loving and accepting ourselves. Well, and you're going to hear both of us say this probably in every fucking episode. It all comes down to choices. Yes. And while we feel like we can't control a lot of what we experience, you're absolutely right. We can't control the thoughts that come into our head when we put on a pair of jeans that fit us great a week ago, but this week we have PMS and we're bloated and they don't fit. And then our first thought is, fuck, I gained weight. Mm -hmm. We can control what we do with that thought. We can control, we can take a step back and take a second and be like, well, actually I have PMS right now, so I'm bloated and I usually gain about five pounds. They'll fit next week, yes. right? That's how you challenge it. You yep. have the power and control to do that, but you have to make a choice. And the other part of making that choice, so, okay, say, okay, I have my period and bloated, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Okay, put on a new pair of pants, call it a day, whatever. Yep. And, but Mari and Steph, I still feel that overwhelming feeling of guilt and, uh, you know, upset and just anger with myself and whatnot. Your body is not an apology. You're angry because you have a monthly cycle, right? You're angry because I mean, there's, don't get us wrong. There probably are some times where we all are angry. I get oh, that. Sure. I get that. But in this thought process of we're shaming ourselves because that's happening to us because we're going through a natural process. Yes. And again, ask yourself, what does holding on to that anger, sadness, frustration, guilt, whatever you may be experiencing, what does that do for you? Yep. What does that do for you? And just to take it a step further, follow me with this. I know that we've, I feel that this could be heavily geared towards women, but taking it from a male perspective and looking at 
male standards and what they're expected to be and how they're expected to perform and, you know, emotionless and all of these things that society says is so great. I'm using air quotes. Your body is not an apology. You are allowed to be sensitive. You are allowed to be humble. You are allowed to be quiet. You don't have to take up space. You can be calm and mild-mannered and humble. Like, you don't have to be the loudest person in the room. And you also don't have to be the biggest. Your man, your manliness, whatever that is, is not indicative of the size of your body. It doesn't matter. It's, are you a good person? Are you leaving the people around you better than when you came? Are you attempting to bring and offer depth and warmth to conversations and friendships when you interact with them? That's all that matters then. Absolutely. Your body is not an apology. And I think, again, just going back to the whole purpose of, well, why we wanted to read the book or why we read it or, you know, the message behind it is just knowing that, like, we can fully embrace how we look and how we feel and what we experience as our own and own it and be okay with it. We don't have to be upset with it all the time. We don't have to shame ourselves for what we can or can't do. We don't have to be mad at natural things that happen with our body, no matter what it is, whether it be like a monthly cycle, uh, fucking erectile dysfunction, like bodies happen, things happen. Yes. And that's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like this was a really good episode. It was a really good episode. It makes me want to hug everybody. <laughs> We're giving everybody I a virtual hug right now. I don't know if Can we've I, said... I would hug my microphone. <laughs> and that would make a lot of noise. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, CJ would kill me. <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about our like social media handles on here or not. Have we? I don't know. Let's talk about them. I was going to say, so if you want to find us, find what? If you want to find us individually on Instagram, I am at SpookyFitMom13. And I am at B underscore under slash whatever that is. XO11. B is spelled B-E-A, by the way. Yes, sorry. I want to be mysterious. Find me if you can. (laughs) And then I am on (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Finger guns. I'm on Facebook as well. My business page is Be The Change LLC on Facebook. And we have our podcast page on Instagram. It's at Rewriting Her Story Podcast, where we post stuff about the podcast, but also like tips and tricks and stuff that we talk about, you know, on the podcast or just as therapists, things that we want to share with you guys. Um, it's like a little baby right now, but we've gotten so many followers and I just created the page like ah, fucking five days ago. I'm like, how did this even happen? I'm Which so is amazing. Excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. Oh my God. Okay. This is what I'm super excited about. When we hit like a thousand followers taking pictures with the balloons, um, the balloons yeah. outside like 1K and confetti. Ah. We're going to do all the things. Yes. Always, <laughs> always confetti. Do you know me? Glitter, confetti, rainbows, balloons, sprinkles, cupcakes. Yes. The background's going to be black, a though, unicorn. so I can, you know, yeah, have my part fine. in it. That's fine. I will be, I'll be in a white tutu. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you for tuning in. Please, please, please remember and be kind to yourself. Your body is not an apology. Absolutely. We can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. Follow us on social media. Tell us all the things. Like, comment, share like subscribe whatever the fuck all the things we greatly appreciate it 
<laughs> we love you guys. Bye. Bye.